the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. One of the most important writers in America, my dear Heather McDonald is on the line. Heather, we're living in... uh, in an age of the big lie, in a, in a way that has never happened in American history, are you uh, on board with me? I am not on board anything right now, Dennis. I, I can't hold on to anything. Uh, change is happening so fast. I'm being thrown into the turbulent seas. I've, I've never seen anything like this. That's right. Uh, it's, it's stunning. It, every day it gets worse. Uh, You and I have been warning about the phony ideology of identity politics and racial victimization that is the dominant idea, the only raison d'etre in in the universities today. Uh, We've warned the public that it's coming. It's it's infecting every American institution. And what we're seeing now uh, is that we're all on campus today. Uh, This is... is we're all in a white, white privilege, white studies class. Uh, we are all the, the spawn of Ta-Nehisi Coates, who says that the very essence of America is to destroy the black body. It is simply stunning. Uh, I'm quiet only because I, I'm, I'm, more, I'm a mourning. It's like a moment of silence for my society as, as we watch this happen. I have cited your article repeatedly, one of your many articles in the Wall Street Journal, which, thank God, got a lot of uh, reader attention. And I say thank God. It was so important. I want to get this straight because I have been citing this repeatedly. That is 2018 or 2019, there were nine unarmed blacks killed by police in America and 19 unarmed whites. Is that accurate? Did I get you correct? Yes, that's accurate. Now, what's fascinating, Dennis, is that was accurate as of June 1. This is from the Washington Post database of police shootings, which it's been keeping since 2015. When my Wall Street Journal uh, article went out, uh, subsequently the Post went back six months after the fact, and furiously recategorized uh, its armed victims of police shootings as unarmed. And it got the black number up. And again, there was no reason to do this. There was no new information. This was purely political. Now it is showing 15 unarmed black victims of police force, bringing the percentage of black homicide victims up from 0.1% of all blacks who who die uh, of homicide each year to 0.2%. So a modest change. But it shows the post, as if we didn't know this already, is purely political. So whether you want to call it nine, which was the truth, 
of June 1, or whether you want to believe the post-reclassification in the last week and think it's 15, it is nevertheless far less than what we are hearing from these Black Lives Matter activists every day who say, what matters that we have destroyed the livelihoods of small businessmen? What matters that we have destroyed national monuments? What matters that we are tearing down the fundament of our cities when the police are killing dozens of us every day? The lie is huge, and yet no one is rebutting it. You are, I am, but not many. Uh, and it's... Uh, I, I tell my, my listeners every, almost every day, lies are the root, the biggest root of evil. You can't have big evils without big lies. Is uh, What do you think of the Minneapolis idea of defunding the police? It's ludicrous. If black lives matter, you fund the police. It's that simple. Social services, we have tried welfare. We have spent trillions on welfare. The only thing that brought crime down in this country, saving tens of thousands of minority lives in the process, was the data-driven policing revolution that came out of New York City in the 1990s and spread nationwide. I have gone to dozens of police community meetings in the inner city. This is what I hear inevitably, Dennis. We want more police. You arrest the dealers. They're back on the corner the next day. Why can't you keep them in jail? There's youth hanging out on the corner fighting. I'm scared to go outside. I'm scared to go into my lobby. These are elderly senior citizens talking. I'm scared to go into my lobby to get my mail because uh, there's trespassing youth selling drugs. Please, Jesus, send more police. I hear this again and again. Yeah, we need we need to hear them again and again. The uh, were you are, are you in Manhattan? No, I'm in Irvine. I'm in California. Oh, okay. So I you... have been though. I just came out this weekend. Oh, I see. Okay, so you were there during uh, 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 some of the protests and riots. I was there during the riots. Absolutely, my building. Uh, boarded up its front plate glass, which was a rather hysterical reaction since it left the side doors open. <laughs> the looters are just going to say, okay, well, we only want to go in the front. We'll, we'll avoid the uh, side. But anyway, it, there was just, you know, this is, this is, this is an indication, a, a sort of a, a metaphor, Dennis, of we're turning the lights out on our civilization. It was the signal achievement of, of Western civilization to banish uh, humanity's millennial-long fear of the dark, uh, you know, through both science and electricity and public order. And what it felt like in, those, in that week with the fall of night, you were fearful. It was like being in the Middle Ages, you know, worried about either witches and, 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 and you know, gnomes in the, in, the, in the forest or actual rampaging uh, highwaymen. We are, again, we are losing the benefits of civilization at an extraordinary rate. Yes, that is exactly right. Civilization is fragile, something the, uh, the left uh, neither knows nor cares. What, what is well, the... the lust for human destruction is something that's also denied. Uh, civilization is fragile because human beings have a passion for 
destruction and for tearing things down. Breaking glass is fun. The idea that these riots were out of sorrow and regret and, oh, we've been forced to this preposterous. These people were having the time of their lives and the precedent that has been set, the, the multiple failures of government that we've seen over the last uh, three months are stunning. Uh, the first to destroy the economy, the second to fail to maintain public order, which is the first and most important duty of government, ceding the streets to anarchists. The precedent that has been set, uh, from now on, people know if they if they feel like they're not getting their way, they can loot and pillage, shoot at cops, firebomb cops, destroy their cars, and there will be no consequences. That's correct. Even, well, maybe you tell me, were any arrested? What, what, what is the story? In New York, there were arrests. Uh, we have our, like so many cities in the country, including Los Angeles, I believe, you know, the bail reform law, so people were arrested and were immediately back on the streets where they would uh, uh, go and, and commit this mayhem again. Uh, so I don't, I don't think there's been any real deterrent value. <laughs> so they're arrested, they then are let out, and yeah. then what happens? Do they theoretically have a court date? Yes, theoretically. Uh, they're said, please come back. Mm-hmm. We'll, see. we'll see how that works. Yes. And, you know, with the defunding uh, demands, the idea that the cops are going to have the manpower to go chase down uh, you know, absconders, warrant absconders, is ridiculous. I mean, they're going to be in a triage that, that will lead to, you know, the most just extraordinary uptick in crime. Uh, they will resort to completely reactive policing. And this is true in Los Angeles as well with Garcetti. Response times will go up uh, and and officers will be stretched thin you know, the idea that, that decreasing a police force is a way to solve the alleged problem of officer use of force, excessive force, which is not a significant problem in the United States. But if officers don't get backup, if they're left with a violently resisting suspect on their own and they call and nobody comes, they're more likely to resort to the use of lethal that's force, right. not that's less right. likely. That's right. That's exactly right. Or, or let him go. Right. Not, not bothered to begin with. I heard that uh, enrollments in police academies were down by 60%. Are you aware of that? Well, this began in 2015 with the first iteration of the Black Lives Movement. That Who knew that, you know, that was like a peaceful time compared to now. Uh, a police chief in, in Southern California told me the hiring pool is now a hiring trickle. That was already the case. Officers were being called racist constantly, taunted, jeered, bottles thrown at them when they got out of their cars to make an arrest or ask a few questions. This was in 2015, 2016, already difficult to recruit. Uh, depart this was a constant theme in police conferences. Now, yes, I can believe it's, it's, it's over now. Uh, between the defunding and the violence that we've seen, and, you know, I don't want to jinx things, but the amount of, of lethal violence that's been directed at cops within a week, 
makes me very, very scared, Dennis, that we're going to see more of the assassinations that we saw in 2016. And I, frankly, I'm, I'm pessimistic enough that I, I fear about political assassinations as well. I agree with you. We're playing with fire. I mean, this is, again, the human spirit left to its own devices without the correction of law and order can be very, very dark and very, very depraved. And there is a lust for violence. You let that free. You have no consequences. Uh, and and it's, it's going to be threatening for, from here on out. These business owners and, and then the craven capitulation of corporations to the conceit, the lie, that the only allowable explanation for socioeconomic disparities or racial disparities is systemic racism. Their capitulation to that means that meritocracy is over in this country. Let me ask you this, because we really see uh, things quite similarly. Do you think that a majority of Americans have been, uh, in effect, brainwashed, or do you feel that there there really still is a silent majority that is appalled? A majority, I don't know. I I think there's a a large number of people who are appalled there, but they are unfortunately not the ones in power. The ones that that occupy the establishment positions are, are either brainwashed or simply too craven to speak out. Uh, the, uh, the only solution is in the ballot box. They can't get you there yet. Uh, but, but obviously the, the rampaging that we're seeing of, of newspaper editors, anybody who says something that is so ludicrously, uh, you know, innocuous uh, that, is, that is being pilloried for allegedly making blacks feel unsafe, there is a reign of terror going on now in the uh, news outlets, the opinion pages. It's extraordinary. Uh, and I just hope that Americans realize what's at stake. I, as, as wildly pessimistic my imagination is, I cannot begin to fathom what this place is going to look like if the Democrats take over That's right. in November. That's right. The end of America as we know it, I, I just uh, I, I can't see any other way they they claim it. They don't like the way America was. So I'm not making up a charge. They want to fundamentally transform it, as Barack Obama began in 2008. All right, Heather, welcome back to California. And uh, try to get some music into your life. All right. Well, that's, that's a consolation for sure, to go back to beauty and, and grandeur and nobility. It's a... We'll hope that there's some in the future left. Yeah. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. I want to talk to you for a moment about a group I've done work with for years, ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. You've seen how your freedom is under attack. Go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.